The content of this podcast episode comes with a warning. Please note, this podcast episode may touch upon the subject matter of suicide, as is discussed in the book The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. If you or someone you know is currently considering suicide or is in a crisis, please contact 1-844-437-3247. You've thought about joining a book club, but there's one problem. You're too busy, or buying books aren't in your budget, or some books aren't in the format that you can access, or you lose interest before you can finish, or maybe you have no interest in reading the book. Whatever the reason, there is a book club for that. Here at Book Interrupted, reading the book is not a prerequisite for joining the conversation. It's about connecting and celebrating life's interruptions. Join the community by following us on Facebook or contact us through our website at www.bookinterrupted.com fans. We'd love to hear from you. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. And that brings me back to my original point. Are you happy with where you are right now? Those types of reflections, I don't know about you, Sarah, but they scared the bejesus out of me. My regret is a big one that's going to be probably a little uncomfortable. Women too, right? We're so easy on other people and people we care about in our lives, but we're so hard on ourselves. You have to ask yourself, will you regret no. doing it more or not doing it more? I've gone to my own library and been like, "Woo, that was a mistake. Let's start again. <laughs> Does that just make me a psychopath? <laughs> like that yes. I'm not, that I, yes. thank you. Thank you, Leah. Disrupted mind, body, and soul. Inspiration is with uh, and we're gonna talk it uh, on Book Interrupted. Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from May 30th to July 10th. It's our fan Virginia's book pick, and we're reading Midnight Library by Matt Haig. A dazzling novel about regrets and all the choices that go into a life well lived. Would you have done anything different if you had a chance to undo your regrets? Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. I wonder if this book will make any of us change something. Well, I really should do this. After you read a whole book about somebody going through all the regrets and thinking about what they should have done, like the whole, I should have told my dad I loved him or whatever. I wonder if any of us will be looking at changing something. I think the book will change yeah. us. No For me, what. yeah, it absolutely carried the lesson of perspective. But I think all books will change us no matter what. All great art, actually. Not me. <laughs> I'm fairly rigid. <laughs> not me. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I refuse to be flexible. <laughs> will not learn. Not happening. I don't like that. I don't want to learn lessons. <laughs> oh, really? I love it. Love well, it. just because even Same. you guys talking about it, I was like, what would I, what would be a book in my regret library and library? <laughs> and... I already thought of two that I don't 
want to say on camera, but I was like, oh, that's so uncomfortable hmm. that I can't do anything about aside from die and relive. If the librarian was like, okay, so you regret that. So would you like to go and, and live it as if you didn't do that thing you regret? And then but you I would don't go have to forget this life, right? I haven't read any. No, of you books. do. It's called, you do. no, it's called her root life. So she doesn't necessarily forget. She right. just knows that all of the other things are different avenues that could have, well, would have. Oh, but then you don't get to have, it's so hard. It's well, like the premise that. also is that she hated the root life so much that she, spoiler uh, alert, herself. killed herself. She's not like, oh, but that one thing I want to hold on to in this root life. She already decided her root life was garbage. She didn't want to hold on to any of it. Yeah, like I got to hold on to baby Max. So I don't want to forget baby max that's why no you don't forget anything of your root life that carries with you as you slip into and different choices may not mean that max doesn't come okay then i guess Mm -hmm. i will but i don't yeah there's good and bad right you could still have max in these other lives it's just Mm -hmm. because one of them was funny like this isn't a child this is a pet but she had a cat in her root life and then she goes to this other life and she still has the cat but it's a different cat like same name different cat so you Ah. could have another max you could have a boy max there's a book and movie called about time yes i've been trying to remember the name of this movie sweet it's one of me and i's favorite movie because it's about a dad and a son and you can relive things if you want to feel good, like it's just a real crier, yeah, but in like one. a good way, like a Forrest Gumpy or something kind of way, I recommend it. Okay. I liked it too. And she wears the most incredible red wedding dress when she gets married. That just makes my life. Oh, I need to see it yeah. now. Yeah. This book also reminded me of Time Traveler's Wife. Yes. In the, yeah. In the way that it plays Another out. Rachel McAdams. Mm. She's like on a mission. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. She'll probably play Nora. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they make the movie. Yeah. Um, Leah, you were, you were saying how, you know, you were thinking of regrets when you guys are talking about this, I have lived my life a hundred percent that I don't regret Mm -hmm. anything that I do. I've made mistakes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then now I'm like, does that just make me a psychopath (laughs) that I'm not? Thank you. Thank you, Leah. (laughs) No, that I, I made those choices. I did them. Yeah. Some things were kind of shitty and some things that weren't the right, maybe the right choices or whatever, but I made those choices and they make me who I am. So I think that if I died, I wouldn't have a library because I, maybe there's got, maybe if I rack my brain, I could pick out a couple of things or little r regrets yeah yeah but it doesn't matter you guys are talking about parallelly i think because i have mm. this very linear idea there's no point in regrets because this is the way it was that's the way it was this is the way it yeah. is and that's so the way for you be. it might be more like mm-hmm. when you made those choices for yourself right because you've always yeah. been confident in that way just the curiosity like i wonder if i yes. would have stayed with that person instead of doing yeah. or going to australia or whatever i wonder what would have happened totally. then yeah and that's why i love the idea like i so you might have had a book of curiosities instead mm-hmm. you've got a curious library yeah. yeah like i love the idea of being able to make different choices and have a different life i just it doesn't have to be about regrets maybe it just has to be about yeah like this would be cool if i'd done this instead and what if I'd, you know, written a book when I was 12 and it became a, you know, a mm, bestseller yeah. and I was, mm. you know, there's so many things that could have been cool, but why does it have to be about regrets? Maybe it can just be. Well, I trend your way too, because I feel like it's, I don't know if I want to go so far as to say like a healthy way, but obviously she killed herself largely in part to like all of these regrets weighing on her so heavily that she couldn't go on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's healthy to, you know, frame 
things that you may have done differently if you had a chance to do again as, well, that brought me to where I am right now. And that brings me back to my original point. Are you happy with where you are right now? Because if you are, then your probably regret load is lower. And if you are like, eh, and some dissatisfaction, then there's probably something in the past tweaking you that you maybe wish you had done differently or something. Like, I think the way that you frame your re- regrets can really. Okay. I'm going to share because it's a mind bender. My regret is a big one that's going to be probably a little uncomfortable. So brace yourself. I like how you waited this whole time. You're like, can I say it? Can I not say it? Can I say it? Okay, here it comes, ladies. Can I? Okay, I'm going to do it. Well, I was thinking about how it makes me feel and talking about it makes me feel really heavy. We're very curious. A couple of you know I've had an abortion in my past and I don't regret having the abortion, but, and nor am I against abortions, However, I feel a lot of shame on this topic. So that would be my big regret. I would imagine most people who have had an abortion, it doesn't feel like the right choice, even when it is. It's it's a hard decision. So thinking about that regret made me think, oh God, well, first of all, it made me think, fuck, I'm going to have to talk about it in therapy now. (laughs) It's like the one thing I'm like not crossed into you've been holding it (laughs) yeah I I just don't want to feel that it's such a big personal shame for me I know I made the right choice but I still carry the guilt so that for me is the big r in the library but that seems to me like it's parallel again well first of all can I come over and hug you (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting that you say like you know that it was the right decision right so it's almost like that parallel well, I think or yeah, mindset or thought process, right? Yeah. I think it's speaking yeah. to that whole cultural thing and those gender things and yes. all of that yes. stuff, because oh. you know, it yes. was the right decision for you and your guilt and shame must be born out of this outside force then that you've internalized where I should have the, like, whatever, mm, right? Whatever. That's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. Where's the shame come from? That's, that's probably the reason it became a big R is because the shame part. Yeah, that's the thread to pull on. It's self-judgment. No, it's not. A, it's a personal judgment. I think to unpackage it, I would have to first define my ideas about life. When is something living? I would have to first do that. Mm-hmm. Your values that's too. That's the first one. I don't have those defined ideas yet. I haven't spent much time doing it. So, and it doesn't seem like a natural, I just have a feeling for me. So I'd have to suss that out. And then the guilt of it is, I, I don't know, how could you not? Wow. That was my baby. Yeah. Like, how could you feel good about it? Well, again, Awkward. I think that there's a lot of outside pressure, right? Like, you what are you so? telling yourself? Yeah. Are you a murderer? Are you a bad mom? No, are you, I'm not. Like, I just... Like, was that your baby? You haven't defined when it's I an actual know. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all of those things. It's an exploration of your values and your beliefs. And then yeah, making that's a good sure those beliefs are your actual beliefs and not someone else's beliefs mm. that got put on you because half of our beliefs come from our parents, which came from their parents, which came, right? And from our culture, from our society. Right, so get really clear. Yeah, I think that's a good point. That's some good homework to think about too, because it it has been weighing on my mind, particularly because I've had a little spell of agoraphobic behavior of late. And those spells started happening after I had abortion. So 
Mm. So it's kind of top of mind, and I have therapy tomorrow, so I guess I don't have to think about what I have to talk about now. <laughs> there you go. Jump right into it. Topic selective. And both things can be true, too, right? Like, it could have been the right choice for you, and you can still feel bad about it. Yeah, both things can be true, I think. And you make yourself feel better by knowing that was the yeah. right choice for me. It's not my favorite thing I've ever done, but I know I honored myself, or I did what I need. You know, like, both can be true, too. It doesn't mean that you're going to solve it, and then all yes. of your negative feelings about it will go away. Yeah, maybe part of me, when you were saying that, Kim, was, I don't want to my negative feelings to go away about it, because it's all I got. Mm. do you ever have that about something where it's like you want to stay sad because it's all you got yeah well and that's yeah. like that reminds me of that thing where when people die like grief is mm-hmm. just love with nowhere to go so oh. you can have that for your baby too right mm. like your grief remains because it's the love for the baby that you couldn't and you may have. have it forever some of the hardest mm. things and i think being a human it's when things aren't simple when there mm. isn't just one answer, when there isn't just one way of meaning making, mm. it's that you're having to hold many things within you and there is no black or white, right or wrong. Yeah, it's complex. It is. Because you're complex. Oy. Well, we could come up with a terrible, you know, we're supposed to on the last book, find a sit spot to listen to birds. <laughs> we could have a real, like, what's your regret book? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Not no. until we die, okay? No. no. Okay, <laughs> regret (laughs) grief shame those are like the hard ones Uh, man yeah oh well thank you for sharing yeah Yeah. so brave like good for you yeah yeah good for me totally (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys no i appreciate you listening and i think that if like sometimes in your life you might regret something kind of like what meredith was saying like because you're you're still dealing with it but maybe in you know a year or two or whatever you're like oh that was you know I'm not gonna regret that because that made me who I am where I am what I'm doing I had more time or I had the opportunity to do this right whatever it is so I think you regret during times of your life yes yeah also in the theme of this book if we want to play it out in a way that maybe you wouldn't regret it so you have your baby and then your baby is a psychopath and kills your mom oh god right grows up to be a wild teenager and shoots your mom or whatever right like no but seriously (laughs) infinite possibilities the whole point of this book is that you attach the story that's like the happiest one so that makes you feel Mm. the worst when really that baby could have been so many different things it could have ruined a marriage it could have set your house on fire by accident maybe it was perfectly lovely but it accidentally started a fire and killed your dog like who knows right so <laughs> lots of dying There's like a lot of death in this scenario <laughs> not to make you feel like actually re- relieved that you did baby killing dogs one of those baby They're dog horrible. killers yeah very weak very weak dogs you hear about it in the news every day those babies that kill dogs <laughs> that's worst case scenario for me oh, everybody no. dies <laughs> right? like, <laughs> he preys on the elderly the dog community. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. So just be careful because your regret could be like, right? Like your baby could have been a bad baby. Bad. It's a bad, it's right? baby. <laughs> It's important to remember where you are in life sometimes when you make certain decisions too, That's right? And if you're, if you're, if you're confident of remembering where you were in life and the decisions that impacted 
or your thought process for the decisions in which you made. I think if you stay confident in that, sometimes that will help remind yourself that you don't have to have these regrets because you made the best decision for you mm-hmm. in that time, in that moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And you true. could like highlight how you were strong for yourself and, and all those things. Cause it's hard to make that choice as well as how you were sad, right? Like again, back yeah. to that whole complexity, both can be true, but I think yeah. Virginia makes a really valid point because in a different position in your life, you could look back and judge your old self because you think that your old self is your current self or something, but your old self was, I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else have the new Adele song in their head now? The whole thing, which is like, go easy on me. Go easy on me? Yeah. God, I love that song. It's Max and I's favorite song in the morning because she's grumpy on me <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you sing it to her, you wake her up, go easy. <laughs> I've never heard it. What is it? What is the it? The whole album is called? amazing. Ooh, I'm going to have to put that on. I'm going to write it down. So I'll I will put that you, on my playlist. It's really good album. Like really good. Because the lyric goes something like, go easy on me, baby. Yeah. I was still a child. Yeah, it's uh, lovely. I'll send it to you, Jen. Oh, thanks. We right? do need to be easy on ourselves, right? Like Especially we would young. be women too, right? We're so easy on other people and people we care about in our lives, but we're so hard on ourselves sometimes. So totally. it's a good reminder to yeah. keep it easy. Oh, and something fun happened on the way. Speaking of music, I'm driving here to Leah's shop and for the playlist for playlist for Book Interrupted, I came up with the best song. It was playing on the radio coming here. Wait, I love how that. Seren- how serendipitous was that? Yes. Are you going to tell yeah, us yeah, what yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah I need to know us. what it is. Nope. Always. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. Okay. Can't handle this. Yes. Teaser. Now you're my dream. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell, don't tell, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to guess which one it is when I come yes. with the three. <laughs> But that was pretty serendipitous, so. This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. (laughs) My latest interruptions are constantly occurring in my home office. It has now become the place where my cat, you can probably hear her, yep, there she is, meowing. She is interpreted as this is our special place, which is quite adorable, so beautiful, and completely annoying on every level. Oh my gosh. So uh, sometimes when I don't go into the office to work, I'll just like work from home because so many of my clients since COVID have converted over to doing like virtual sessions. But my home office is also my cat's favorite place in the whole house to hang out because it's one of the only spots that for whatever reason, the dog doesn't come in too much. And the kids also don't come in too much. And our cat's name is Scaredy Cat. So she's really only ever bonded to me. So I can see why this is a safe sanctuary for her because she's like, oh, great. This is a safe spot. The kids who are unpredictable, the dog who is unpredictable likely won't bother me here. But it is... (laughs) 
it's like gotten out of control to the point that like she can't stop climbing all over me. She walks all over my computer. She runs up and down and gets like hyperactive episodes like all over the furniture, which she is like ripped to shite with her nails. And so then I'll like try to put her outside of my office and close the door and then... <laughs> her cute little paws and she tries to like put it under the door <laughs> and it's like nonstop. and then she'll you can hear her like scratching to get in and then <laughs> she ups it a level and starts throwing her body into the door in an attempt to open it so then of course <laughs> I go and open the door because I'm like this is ridiculous and even more distracting so all of my clients have now become quite familiar with Scaredy Cat, I'm sure the people on the podcast will now also start to become more and more familiar with her. Um, oh, there she goes again. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyways, <laughs> this used to be my safe sanctuary where I could come and there would be like total stillness and silence and it's apparently just not anymore and it's like endless interruptions the kind that you just can't get too frustrated with because it's just so darn adorable book interrupted you know what's interesting so my jeans pick <laughs> for this book well well you know let's call it Beth. how about that when i was chatting with her about doing this podcast and some of the themes that are coming out of it so my takeaway was if you could redo your life regrets would you right and then do you think it would change the trajectory of your life and would you even do that if you could? So hers was to take more risk in her life. If she's reflecting back mm -hmm. on this book, the message she got and the lesson she got was to take more risk in life. So I thought that was interesting. So instead of she said, sometimes she holds things and worries about the outcomes or has some like anxiety about, well, if I make this decision, if I do this in life, how's it going to you know, play out? And so what she got from this book was basically not to overthink it, just take more risk. And I thought that was really lovely. I think kind of like speaks to her personality, right? Because if people ask me advice about a big decision, I'll just say, you have to ask yourself, will you regret no. doing it more or not doing it more? Which one will you regret more? And some oh, people are goodness. more likely to regret things they do. Like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Some people are more likely to regret things they didn't do. So maybe she's the type that regrets things she didn't do. And she can feel that risk averse behavior holding her back. Whereas like, I'm the type that would regret not doing something. So it's usually a question, should I, or shouldn't I? I'm like, well, I probably should. I always wonder if I should have done it. So, but I'm like a high, I'm not risk averse. I'm what's the opposite of risk averse. I don't yeah. know. Risk shy. Risky. Risky. Risk takers. Risky. 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 I think it's like speaks to personality. Just like yeah. you're saying, if there was someone who was like super impulsive, they might read the book and be like, I should really see some things through. I could have whatever <laughs> or whatever. Right. And then if they're yeah. someone who never does anything, they might be like, I should do more things. Mm -hmm. And has that changed in your life with age and experience? Has it like changed? Have you become, yeah. Have you become riskier as you, the years mm -hmm. have gone on? Maybe or more have confident you in the decisions whether they're yeah. risky or not risky, yeah, more, more confident, confident in the decision to do either. I've always been, you know, when I was a kid, I looked to take risks for sure. Maybe I take Yeah, less, I've always been risky. I take less things that could hurt myself risks now, probably with kids. But sure, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm not easily, I'm not very modest. I'm not easily <laughs> embarrassed. If I hurt myself, I'm like, meh. Like I, you know, I don't know. I just think I, I get burnt a lot. And Dan's like, why are you always burn yourself? I'm like, meh, it's just a burn or whatever. Like, Who needs oven mitts? Like, 
I physically <laughs> like to take risks with fire. Oh, you mean actually burn? I thought you meant like burned in life, like burned with a decision, but not actual like skin skin sizzling. Literally, <laughs> the sizzle of the skin. Both, literally and figuratively, both. No, no, she means <laughs> technically burnt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, I think the I burning think thing is actually because I'm not paying attention. I'm like thinking, I'm always in my head, right? So I'm always like thinking about something like, oh, I got burned again or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I take risks, but maybe I'm calmer. I, I take risks too, but it's different than Meredith. Your calculated risks. Mm-hmm. I decide to do something big and then I work it back to do it. So I plan it. So I I don't really have that many regrets either because I've anything I've wanted to do, I just figured out how to do it. I'd say you're risky. Yeah, you take risks. I've had so many people say to me when I'm going to do something, well, what if it doesn't work out? Then it doesn't work out and I start again. Mm -hmm. Like I just do something else. Hmm. I basically started my life over lots of times. So I kind of, I've gone to my own library and been like, woo, that was a mistake. Let's start again. (laughs) And then then that was a... That wasn't so great. Let's try again. <laughs> File that on the lesson learned section. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. That. You really have, Sarah. I think of all people mm. I know, you have like restarted your life like 100% completely. I'd say one, two, four times. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I guess four, kind of four. Yeah. I can't like, wait for four. your next incarnation. Four. Yeah, I'm working on it right now, actually. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> she's ditching us. No, she's <laughs> no. out of here. <laughs> Too much work. Not, it's not going to be a complete one. That's the thing. That's my, anytime I change, it's move, change my job, like change everything. New slate, wipe it clean, start again. Yeah, so I wouldn't really have a library because I'm doing it now. But because I had to wipe my slate clean at 21, like I did everything I'm supposed to do yeah. and I wasn't happy. So I was like, holy crap, you could just pick whatever you want to be happy. You don't have to do or should do anything. So what do I want to try mm-hmm. this time? You're kind of a critical time to learn that lesson. And mom, mom was always like, you can do anything you put your mind to. And she'd always say, what's the worst that could happen? That's and true. then she's like, so it doesn't work out. So what? And you're like, oh yeah, that is the worst that could happen. All right. <laughs> like, I think everyone in our family is just like, okay, let's just try this. Let's Let just give go. it a shot. It works, it doesn't work. Sometimes you get burned. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) And it doesn't feel good to have to start again. It doesn't feel good when everything falls apart. I don't think I really will start over again. But the three times I definitely did. And that's Well, you never never think you're going to. You never think you're going to. I mean, that's <laughs> right. Like each time you're like, this is it. Yeah, it's only in yeah. retrospect that you're like, that's true. oh, <laughs> I kind not of. Not everything uh, fell apart to move to Africa. And that's really. No, that's what I mean. That's why it's not that really a feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, like I did change my whole life moving here. It wasn't yeah. uh, because everything fell apart. Yeah, yeah it wasn't because of a pre carnage sort of a well, thing. Right? Yeah. It's getting better each time. But it was kind of because you were really unhappy living <laughs> with the pressure of being life. this perfect mom and this pr- feeling all these shoulds of what people are pressuring you to do. And so that's yeah. really kind of why, right? Actually, no, that, that is true. Actually, it was something that ha- that totally what happened. I had a mm. miscarriage and because I was working too hard, trying to do everything. Mm. I was like, I have to get off this crazy train. Then I had a miscarriage yeah. and I was like, I'm done with this. I yeah. can't do mm. any of this anymore. I'm yeah. moving mm. somewhere where I don't have to. And then we did. 
So yeah, mm-hmm. I did everything. I started my whole life over at Roller Weeks because one catalyst throws me down. I'm like, okay, that's it. But like the funny thing about Sarah, for Sarah, it has to be something big though. Like somebody's knocking her over the head with a club. Be like, time to change. And she'd be like, I will never. Yeah. And she holds on. And then eventually it does have to get bad for you usually to, re, to restart. Start. And then I change. And then when it does, I'm like, oh shit, change everything. And then I change everything. <laughs> Except Have for I ever looked back and yes. thought, what if I didn't do that big change? Have you sort of walked through like how, you know, crappy things no. would have been if you didn't? And like, so grateful that you had the courage and the strength and the support or. Those types of reflections. I didn't know about you, Sarah, but they scared the bejesus out of me. Like mm. I just get so grateful that somehow I mustered up the courage to just try something different. Yeah. When you reflect back on, holy shite, if I didn't make that change, where would I be? It usually goes very extreme into a resulting, (laughs) and then I died. It goes like that dramatic sort of a thing. Is that how it is for you? Yeah. Weird. You are the most dramatic. (laughs) I I think everyone's going to be just a little bit less than that. (laughs) I'm grateful for all my things that happened because it make my life the way it is right now the happiest mm. it's been like every time I start over it's like it's like stairs it's like every time I start over I take another step up to the most happiness I've ever had and then the next mm. thing that happens it's like another step up and I'm like oh life is even better than I could imagine it could be and then another step up and now I'm here living by the beach that's a great analogy with the steps mm. that would make a good book cover if you wrote a book Oh, maybe that's Sarah's next project. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. it's so such a pleasure, Virginia, to have us have us have, have you us have <laughs> you join us on the podcast. We're so excited to have you, and I can't wait to read the rest of the book. Well, thank you so much. It, this has been even more fun than I imagined it was going to be. So, thank you very much. It was so great to meet all of you like live like this. I've been listening to you for a long time now. So thank you very much for having me on. I look forward to keep talking about the book and peeling it back a little bit more. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Leah, for inviting me into your podcast. So thanks thank for you. recommending yeah. this book. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love it so far. Good one. So much. I love talking it through. So thank you. Cool. Nice. All right, y'all. Maybe. See you later. I'm going to see some of you ladies for dinner. That's exciting. Are you celebrating something? That lady. It was Mayor's birthday yesterday. Meredith's birthday. And she's in this part of the country. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Yeah, West Coast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going home soon on Tuesday. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing my kids. Yeah. They've all cut their hair. So I know. (laughs) Violet, she was so sweet. How did she announce it again? What did she go through? You might have noticed. So I cut my hair and now I have bangs. <laughs> and so, then she was like, she's like, so as you can see, I cut my hair since the last video and I think it looks really nice. It's like so short everywhere. And there's like long bit in the back where she can't reach. How old so, is Violet? Yeah, she, Violet is four. Oh my so, goodness, so sweet. Elsa's given herself just just bangs this time. Elsa used to do the skullet when she was four. So she, uh, she just Aww. did bangs, she's six. But yeah, her she's so cute. Her little hair is so she's got like a little bald spot. Really, her bangs are like well, maybe shorter than mine, (laughs) (laughs) if that's possible. Yeah, with like the strip at the back. And she goes, "Uh, "So my hair is magical because when I cuck it, she says cuck. When I cuck it, 
it turned brown. Dan goes, like Rapunzel. And she's like, yeah. Why did she cook her hair? Why? She just she wanted cooked it. her hair? She cucked it. Cucked it. She can't say cut. She says cuck. Cucked that hair. <laughs> she You're cucked right. it. It sounds a little dirty sometimes. I'm like, it does. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I cucked my hair. <laughs> I like it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. A book club is just a book without members. Join the community by following us on Facebook, Instagram, or sign up for exclusive content through our website at bookinterrupted.com unpublished. We'd like to give a big shout out to our listeners. Your support makes this all possible. Thank you for the uplifting feedback and for recommending us to family and friends. We love hearing from you. Please reach out through our website at bookinterrupted.com fans or by emailing connect at bookinterrupted.com. We appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with us. See you next time on Book Interrupted. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. At least the Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I wanted the stakes to be higher for her, like for it to be mm. worse regrets. Mm. Plays into her being a philosophy major where she had all this knowledge about philosophy, but philosophy is all about perspective. Like it's normal for everybody to feel depressed sometimes. Each one of her lives, she was still, most of them, she was still taking antidepressants. I feel depressed in opposition to I am depressed. Look at how happy <laughs> I am. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> Book interrupted. Never forget, every child matters.